Who's you know that? The intro. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to okay. get it. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> it's okay. It's okay. You stepped on it. We should keep this I, all in. I didn't. No, not <laughs> no, this, this. This is the content. This is not. No, us fighting. No, up, no we're not. No, us fucking up is 100% content. That it's now. Content. It, we're in the now now. Now. When, when will now be then? Okay. Soon. Okay. Here I go. <clears throat> I say you're looking amazing today. I don't know what you've done with your hair or just a confidence about you. Thank you for joining us, listener. Gentlemen, how are we doing this week? We're doing A-OK. A-OK. That's pretty okay. Mm-hmm. Right, right before we started, I sent you both an email of something that I'm very proud to have procured. Uh, it's just a picture. This is... A new toy, well, yep. it's, Okay, it's like a, I, I'm unfamiliar with this product. Oh, it's not... it's the it's the poop monster from Yes, um... it's the great and mighty poo. Yes. From what? What from um, that birthday? Yeah. Oh. Are yeah, you familiar okay. with the with the great and mighty poo's song? It's pretty no. good. So, if you squeeze the great and mighty poo's hand, he sings his song. It is amazing. Okay, it, it's it's a better song than that game deserves. It's probably the a Christmas great. present for my brother, honestly. I, I, he might probably not be staying with me. I'm probably going to give it to him for Christmas. Just so he has to explain it to his children, which would amuse me to no end. I'm sure. I'm sure. Mighty Pooh song. I am the great and mighty Pooh. Wow, there's a 10-hour version of it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Conquer's Bad Fur Day, Slaprano, the great mighty Pooh, live orchestra five years ago. No, no, that's not it at all. I, I mean, that'll that. work. I'll listen to that. Okay, I the Great Mighty Pooh song on set. Click. Click. <laughs> me, 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 me. I am the Great Mighty Pooh, and I'm going to throw my shit at you. A huge supply of tish comes from my chocolate starfish. How about some scat, you little twat? Okay, that's enough. <laughs> okay. You never played Conkers? No, I never did. Here's the problem. Conker to me aged... was like a Sonic ripoff, and I was like, whatever, I could just play no, Sonic. No, it's not Sonic. It's a Mario ripoff. It's 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 a lot of things. Conker's was it, trying to have attitude like Sonic. Um, it at, did though. At, at that's the point. part that worked. The, the voice acting worked, the characters worked. That does all still work as a game. It has aged worse than Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. That I believe. But, but all of those old 3D platformers suck to play nowadays. Yeah, 100%. They're terrible to play. So I'm resigned to having a, you know, a stuffed great and mighty poo. Well, congratulations, <laughs> sir. I congratulate you on your so acquisition pleased. of the stuffed poo. I'm so pleased. Anyway. I can't remember the last time something tickled me like that. Hmm. I just someone brought him up. I saw him and I found him. I found him from the manufacturer's website because he's already going on eBay for double the price. I'm like, Ooh. I just went to the manufacturer, bought it from them. So, 
Anyway, um, it's kind of video game related. No, it's 100% video game video related game and related. Like geek absolutely. culture related. Yeah, don't, don't don yourself. This is video that. game related is my Steam Deck, which I will not be talking about endlessly this week. Come on. Okay. Guys. Okay. Guys. Okay. All right. Should All we right. start with that? What you are you enjoying, on, what are you enjoying on Steam Deck right now? Everything. <laughs> like, I am just like, uh, what, what was that pre-crime movie? Uh, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Tom yeah, basically, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening to classical music, just whipping through. Like, have I played this in five years? No. Have I played this in six years? No. Will this work in the Steam Deck? Yes. Will this work in the Steam Deck? No way. Holy shit! This is surprisingly well run. Oh, and Ubisoft never updates their games. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so out of I tried three major games this week that I've been shying away from because like they're like 50, 60 gigs, and I've got like. 800 gigs to play around with. It's a lot of space, but, like, you have to think twice about putting, like, Fallout 4 on there, which is, like, almost 100 gigs. I will never play Red Dead Redemption 2 on this because why? Why would you do no. that? You need a big screen. But I would say that out of Fallout 4, um, Cyberpunk, and Assassin's Creed Origins, only one of those games ran like shit. I'm going to say Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, oh my God, it was! I put everything on low and still <laughs> frozen shit. Okay, so so uh, glossing over the headline, Cyberpunk runs good on the Steam Deck. Cyberpunk runs at a solid forty-five. Like if you had never played it before, you would enjoy yourself. Hmm. Like like I'm used to way smoother performance than this, and I kind of can't. Okay, but it was neat to see. So so like shooting on it is like not yeah. Good. I when I pulled up a save where I was like in front of like a massive safe house with like eight guards out front, and it ran really well. Yeah, but like were, you I, able, yeah. were you able to, like, engage in the combat in a fun way with this handheld? Yes. Running at this point. Oh, okay. okay. Um, the controls, I have no qualms with anymore. I am, like, the single trackpad click replacing a mouse shocks me to no end. I got used to it. I love it. Um, everything, like, I, I, it's strange how everything I try sucks me in for, a like, at least 20 minutes. Because, like, my saves are all there. These are all my old games. And I just, like, kind of toddle around, see how it goes. And Fallout 4... Ran runs better than my PC. Hmm. Like nice. downtown Boston didn't work no matter what I did, <laughs> and on here it does. Okay, I, it, there, it, yeah, there hasn't been like one game that you've like seized upon and you just can't stop playing this one game on your Steam Deck. <sighs> Psychonauts two. Really? I was like, do I still love this? And yes, yes, I do. There is nothing quite like Psychonauts 2 out there right now or for the past four years. Mm-hmm. It is a delight, and I am disappointed in you both. I... Let it be cheap. Let it be cheap. Think, everything is expensive right now. I just paid for house insurance. Fuck off. That's true. If it ever winds <laughs> up on, like, Xbox, whatever, for free. It, mm. it is on Game Pass, though. It came out on Game Speaking Pass. I can't recommend it enough. It's a delight. Did you see that thing where Microsoft went to said they went to Sony and tried to put Game Pass on PlayStation and Sony said fuck off? I totally believe that. They're I'm in a very stop that. I would love to have Game Pass on PlayStation. That would solve all of my yes, fucking it would. gaming woes. But like how do they benefit? I'm sure they get a percentage. Like you you your Game Pass subscription was purchased through our store, therefore we take five cents off the dollar. Take a piece, yeah. Yeah. A lot of it would have to be streaming though. I wouldn't stream a game. Well, no, but if Game Pass was on there, a lot of the game, a lot of the highlight of the Game Pass is the actual first-party stuff. Yeah. You're not going to get first-party stuff running on the PlayStation Five. Why not? I'm not saying that Halo Infinite couldn't run on PS Five. I'm saying you'd have to make it an entirely different game. Yeah. To do let it. Let him do that. Fine. Fine. Let him do that. Let, let him do that. 
let me play Starfield without having to buy another box. Let me play, uh, you know. Oh, I'm, I'm 100% behind you. It should happen. Console exclusivity kind of sucks. But what I want, Sony won't do it. I realize what I really, really want is um, Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild 2, on PlayStation 5. That's what I want. <laughs> I You're want that. You're not going to get it. I'm I know. I know. I need to wait for, like, the Switch 4. But, but you know what you could do? I could play Psychonauts. You could play Psychonauts too, or you could get a Steam Deck and put a, uh, a Switch mod. Let's, let's on just there. check out. Let's just check out the price. Uh, it's not too unreasonable. Uh, <laughs> PlayStation. So work on Steam Steam Deck's website, they're shipping like now. Yeah. You buy a deck, you get it in one to two weeks. Yep. Let's say January first, it'll just be available within seven days. Eighty bucks for Psychonauts two right now. Still. Uh. Okay. Okay. No, okay. No. Okay. Okay. Four forty though. Forty. I know. I know. And that's the number I've been waiting for, and it's never occurred, Alex. All I've, right. I've been holding firm, like Leonidas, in front of the fucking Persians. <laughs> it is such a goddamn breath of fresh air. I'm loving it all over again. I could use a breath of fresh air. It's so delightful. Well, I'm glad you love this purchase, sir. No, like I'm gonna hundred percent at this time, and I'm, ha- I, yeah. You didn't. You are I've got already. No, like I, I, I guess, I guess I could just like open my last save, and I want to play through it all again and see how far I can get. Like I've already gotten to like level forty, like the second level. So mm-hmm. I've just got all the powers. I watched. I watched a lot of uh, a lot of stuff on like streaming services, like movies mm-hmm. and TV shows and shit. It's basically my weekend. I didn't watch the new Lord of the Rings yet. I'm like saving it like a cherry on top. I finished Andor and I'm very pleased. Really? Yeah. Uh, maybe I should go back to Andor. Uh, it's all worth it. Episode six kicks ass. It's have, just a great fucking heist. Have we? Have we? Have you watched The Patient? Are you watching Patient, that? A little bit, like I half love, of it. I love it. I'm, I'm all the way. I'm keeping it's up. It's a. With... It, it, it walks a really good comedy drama line. But it's well. But it's very dark. Yes, and I. Uh, Domhard Gleeson, what's his name? Domhnall. Domhnall Glump. Yeah, that guy is great in yeah. that role. Uh, his, uh, like, if you, like, I remember, like, him being, you know, Brendan Gleeson's son in Irish as Hell, and I'm like, my God, I, I never noticed his American accent is fucking flawless. Oh, God, he's been doing that accent forever. I know, like, he was doing it in, um, Dread. Um. Is our accent easier to mimic than other, other accents? Some actors put the work in. Our American accent is actually very hard. Really? Is it? I suppose because there's different areas of American accents that, too. You have to figure out where you're like, from. I love um, uh, Hugh Laurie to death, but he never quite got the R's down. Well, he couldn't get the R. Well, because the American R is ridiculous. And it's like <laughs> neither, neither can Doctor Strange. Well, get the R? No, yeah. He, uh, Benedict can't really handle it either. The hard American R is ridiculous. They end up sounding Texan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Weird. Okay, so I watched two kind of weird movies on Netflix, I think it was. Uh-huh. One has a 96% Rotten Tomatoes rating, which I think is a little too high for it, but it's called Spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's like an allegory for school shootings, but uh, it starts out with this, you know, our sassy teen protagonist narrating, uh, just hanging out in this uh, classroom. And she she's bored, so she's just sitting there looking at her pencil, pushing it around, and it falls off her desk. So she leans over to 
pick it up, and then suddenly the entire classroom is painted in blood. Oh. Because someone off screen just exploded, one of her classmates. I see. And she picks up her pen, and everyone around her is screaming and covered in blood, and and she doesn't notice that she's got blood on her shoes. So, like, you know, the cops all take them away, and they're questioning everyone. And uh, the woman says, I'm going to need your shoes. And she says, Can I, am I going to get those back? The woman says, do you want them? <laughs> she's got blood all over the shoes. And I so see. so it's it's funny. It's an allegory for the, the ongoing trauma that kids are dealing with in the States. Um, and it keeps happening. So these kids kind of assume they're probably going to die by the end of the year and there's nothing they can do about it. So we might as well just fall in love with, you know, the, the geeky kid who's really sweet. Um, it's it's cute. It's nice. It, it clipped along a little slow for me. But it was definitely original and interesting. It's called Spontaneous. Spontaneous. The other crazy movie I watched is called Spell, starring Loretta Devine. Loretta Devine is someone you know, but you might not know the name. Like, if you were to... Uh, punch that name into Google Image, you could immediately hear her voice. Um, she, I remember her, I want to say, God, it wasn't Boston Public, it was Boston Legal or something like that, but she played a lawyer. Um, she's been on TV for a long time, and in Spell, she plays the matriarch of a backwoods hick community that believes in, like, juju and uh, creating voodoo dolls that have an effect on people. And uh, we meet our protagonist, who's this family man. Like, uh, he's got a he's got a you know a big house in the city. He's moved far away from the backwoods of Alabama, where he had a very traumatic childhood at the hands of his father. And he's called back to Alabama for his father's funeral. And his wife insists that the whole family is going to honor this man. And the plane ends up crashing, and he wakes up tied to a bed. Mm. And Loretta Davis is, like, looming over him, telling him, everything's going to be fine. We're going to take good care of you. Don't you take the Lord's name in vain at my house. So it's like <laughs> misery with a bunch of, like, voodoo stuff. And uh, and it's very much about, oh, it was fun. I had a lot more fun with Spell, which is 49% of Rotten Tomatoes, than uh-huh. I did with Spontaneous. But Spell is about people in my age bracket, and Spontaneous is about kids. you got to give horror movies, like, a 20%, like, yeah. Like leeway because like I've seen some 50% horror movies I really like. Yeah. And this one this is a thriller. It's definitely a thriller. There's totally some I, I don't want to say body horror that far into it, but there's there's like some stuff as like, you know, like a, a yeah, piece yeah. of metal is pulled out of something. Did um, you ever see it's, it's a lot of fun. Did you ever see Grave Encounters? I don't think so. It's not a great movie, but like there's like a, a character breaks down at the very end and starts begging for his or her mother, and it's really creepy mm. and sad in a way that like it's a sincere performance you don't see coming, and yeah. it's really creepy and good. Yeah. See, I don't know if that twenty point bump applies to all horror movies. No, I it doesn't. Watched, but like, yeah. I've seen fifty percent horror movies. I would have easily given like eighty. Yeah. See, I because I watched another Netflix horror movie because we were like looking for something kind of spooky-ish for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mr. Harrigan's Phone. Oh, based on a Stephen King novel. Novel or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, it's got it's got no payoff. It's like, here's what's kind of happening. You've what, got a Black kid Phone? Who... No, 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 no. Mr. This is, Harrigan's this is, Phone. Uh, this is a, um, a Stephen King short story, I think. Yes. About yes. a young man who ends up working for an old guy just reading to him, but the kid is yep. bullied. And then after the old man dies, the kid starts... Yep calling his cell phone and leaving messages about the shit that's going on, and then those people who hurt the boy start dying. 
Yep, that's the whole story right there. That's it. But Mr. Harrington's cell phone has been buried with him. Yeah. And, it, and it, so, it, yeah. And the young it, man is a strong actor. The old no, man is a great actor. The young man's not bad. That's Donald Sutherland going, yeah. I'm not dead. Here I am. Yeah. Those two performances aren't bad, but it's like, I'm waiting for the payoff. I'm waiting to see the ghost. I'm waiting for it to go. I'm waiting for it to go full Death Note, and have the guy. You know what? I have this power. I'm going to abuse it. Now it happens twice. He feels so bad about it. Then you know. Then the movie ends. It's like there's no payoff. There's no scares. There's well, welcome to welcome to Stephen King world. Exactly. Yeah, maybe, exactly. Maybe that is maybe that is the payoff. I've subverted your expectations. I've certainly impressed myself. <laughs> yeah. It's it's it wasn't. It, it it's not that it was bad. It was it was just kind of boring. Like I, I'll say this: um, his son, who did a heart-shaped box, uh, Nosferatu. I can't remember his pen name at the moment, but he actually puts the effort in for the endings, and I appreciate him. Um, do you guys like Pixar shorts? Sometimes. Well, if you're in the mood for a Pixar short, go to the Overwatch YouTube channel and find Kiriko's cinematic short. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that is the best cinematic short Blizzard has ever done. I think. And it might just be because it's been like two years since they did a short. Uh, it was fantastic. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I was stunned by how good I thought it was. It was really I nice. almost played Overwatch 2 today. <sighs> okay, did you get in a queue and just say fuck it or what? No, I did not. There wasn't a queue, so That's I got right. in. Okay. And I started right in, and it's like, give me your phone number. I'm like, fine, here's my phone number. He's like, link your Blizzard, link your Blizzard account. Link my Blizzard account, fine. And then I go into the settings, and I'm like, well, why isn't HDR working? And then I fell down to a rabbit hole of 20 minutes diagnosing that, that I didn't want to play Overwatch 2 anymore. <laughs> yeah, and Overwatch 2 can run at 120 frames, and my brother said he was getting issues with that working on his uh, his fancy new TV. I'm glad I don't have to worry about that shit. My TV is, you know, 4K 30, 4K 60. So, I'm assuming you actually did play some Overwatch 2 this week. Oh, I played the fuck out of Overwatch 2. <laughs> Has the queue been fixed? Yeah. I, I mean, literally this morning, I like, just on a whim, like, I wonder if I can get in. And it just, I went yeah. in. I'm you like, just oh, log wow. in, you play the game just like it's Overwatch. Finally. Concern. I'm like, wow, how did this happen? Yeah. Oh, man, last weekend sucked. Like, after we... You, you seem pretty down. <laughs> after we got out of the podcast, um, we go over, and there's been an additional downtime now. Yeah. To resolve additional shit. So we can't really play hardly at all on Thursday night. Next night, it's Friday. Okay, weekend. They say they've got the issues resolved. Uh, it's getting around 6.30, so my brother should be up any minute. Oh, and they're announcing downtime for the next two hours. <laughs> so we can't really log in right now. And then an hour later, they announce that they're actually going to start it an hour later. So we don't get to play pretty much at all Friday night. Um, but over the weekend, yeah, pretty I want to say pretty game. much everything was resolved, but that's not really true. We'll get to that in headlines. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, what? my brother was pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> he was so upset. He was so upset. He was like, I just kind of want to, like, I'm so angry right now. I just, I, I'm like, do you, do you want to go play Samurai? He goes, I think I kind of do. <laughs> nah. And But the thing is, last night he's complaining that we're getting games too quickly. We're not what, sitting what does that there in mean? queue for five to ten minutes before a game pops, so he has no time to put around his appointment or apartment like cooking dinner. Oh. And that's really annoying him. And I'm like, well, it really annoys me that between games I sit here doing uh, death matches and you don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> like, uh, I'm here to play Overwatch. Yeah. yeah, and he's off Making fucking dinner. around. But I'm not done with television yet, folks. Oh. Uh, after last week's episode, 
of She-Hulk Attorney at Law. I wrote this on my phone. She-Hulk is the best Disney Plus original series since the first season of The Mandalorian and the best Marvel series, period, better than WandaVision. Each episode is a fun superhero comic issue, but allowed, uh, but contained, like totally contained. Like, here's this issue, now we're dealing with this court case. Here's this issue, now Jen's going to a wedding. And, you know, some wacky superhero hijinks ensue. Uh, here's this year issue, Wong shows up and he's got this uh, crazy, drunk, socialite bestie all of a sudden. It's fun. It's just a fun... It's like each episode is a fun issue of a comedy action comic book. And it doesn't... I don't want to say like... Uh, you know, the the, the Flanagan-verse. Um, Stranger Things. Right. So much in TV... And like Chamberlain hates this. He hates on this all the time. So much of television lately is about that big arc. That fucking Andor thing is mm. entirely the big arc. Yeah, it there is. isn't, and you can't jump into Andor no. and enjoy an episode. It's 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 a movie. It's a six hour thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She Hulk feels like old network TV, where people are tuning in. Let's give them a fun time, and they might turn tune in next week. I mean, I haven't stopped watching Frasier. There's something to it. Really, you're watching Frasier? Wait, the new oh, I love Frasier. I watch it all the time. There's a new Frasier. No, I just watch Frasier habitually all the time on Netflix. Oh, I thought they were doing a new Frasier. I, I thought so. Right, we'll see how that goes. They were, they were like Kelsey Grammer sexually assaulted how many ladies? It's, it's more like, you know, we're just the, shit the dad's dead, and I don't really need more. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can I got he, one more? Yeah. Got one more TV thing. Also on Disney+. Plus. Werewolf by Night. Did anyone watch that shit? I meant to. Didn't. Okay. Um... It's inc- wonderfully, beautifully, incredibly heavy on style. I fucking mm-hmm. love it. It nails its style. It nails the makeup. It nails the melodrama of that presentation. Um, by the end of it, I was kind of disappointed with how it landed in the same upbeat Marvel vibe you always get at the end of like a Marvel movie where everything's okay. Um, and, and that really fucking bugged me. Like There was a sequence halfway through where the werewolf like sniffs this lady's hair and sniffs her clothes and she's like what are you doing he goes i'm trying to i'm trying to really memorize your scent uh i might uh i might be able to avoid killing you if i if i have your scent memorized and she goes and so that ends up working out actually spoiler and that pissed me off because classically the werewolf is doomed to kill the one he loves that's the whole fucking point and the analogy of the werewolf i loved that I always loved that kind of deep primal um, familial terror of the werewolf. All that being said, if Disney doesn't make another new Werewolf by Night every October for the next 10 years, I'm going to be so fucking sad about it. Because <laughs> this was Is this a one fun. shot? It's like a one episode Yes, thing? it's just okay. one hour. Just one, boom. it's not like 45 minutes, it's an hour. So it feels like a really tight movie. Um, it's not, that's not quite... If it came out in theaters, it would be like, you know, a three and a half star movie, but it's so stylish and so aware of what it is and having so much fun with what it is. I just I, fucking loved it the whole way through. I could use I could use a three and a half star werewolf thingy right now. A hundred percent. It's it's fun. It's just fun. It's a tight three acts. It's really good. Each act is like twenty minutes. Chop, chop, chop. It's great. Absolutely great. So uh Does it tie into any other Marvel stuff or is this like a really a standalone thing? Do you get man thing apparently? No, it doesn't. Man, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Nothing else is ever mentioned. 
No one mentions Tony Stark or the Snap ever. That is <laughs> that is refreshing. Yeah. It's just this bunch of hunters gathered here on this night to claim the jewel of the master hunter that can control beasts or something. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a MacGuffin. The MacGuffin, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Be yeah. The anti-monster MacGuffin. Uh, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a great deal of fun. What have you been playing, Chamberlain? Uh, well, I've been working at Valkyrie Elysium. Hmm. And Valkyrie Those Elysium, are words. Yeah, Valkyrie Elysium is a word. There are two, two, two words. words. Um, latest in a series that's good dates back dates back to PS One. I think there's been at least this is the third or fourth game I believe in the Valkyrie series. Um, it's Valkyrie been pretty much series. savage down Metacritic. It's like sixty six, and I don't know why. It is a perfectly serviceable, like seven and a half out of ten, action RPG. I think what annoys people is if you go back to the original Valkyrie profile on the PS One. The whole point is you're going through, that was a 2D side scroll. you're going through multiple branching 2D side scrolling areas, collecting on Harriar souls that you use in your, in your party. Okay. And you have up to four. But the point of that game is you're constantly cycling through these souls. And the souls affect your combat. Each soul was assigned to a button on the controller. Hmm. And that button would do a move and you could combo off with the different souls, but you had to readjust your combos as you sent souls off to Valhalla. That was the whole point of the original Valkyrie profile. Um, now, it feels like the whole thing is scaled way back. Like, you have Valkyrie and you have four on Harrier and that's it. And wow. it's now tied to um, each one has its own uh, elemental attack. You've got a lightning one and a, and, a, and a holy one and an ice one and a, and a fire one. Do these still act as your attacks or are they like party members? They are now party members. You can have no. two active at a time. Okay. And when you summon one, now your attacks take on their elemental oh. property. Okay. So, I mean, the combat's actually fairly interesting because you've between those, you also have like six different weapons and different creatures have different elemental weaknesses and different weapon weaknesses. So if you match the two up, and if that's this guy's weak to ice and spear, you whip the shit out of him. If you don't get it right, then you have to kind of do some figuring to figure out what's going on. So the combat is, it's deceptively deep. I mean, you can mash your way through it, but there are some boss fights where you're like, you need to really, you have to pay attention to what's going on, because you can, if you hit somebody with the correct element enough times, it'll break them, and they're, they, you can hit them for a while, and then they'll come back and be angry about it. So it's, it's the combat's not bad. I, I think the issue people have is that it's a very threadbare story. It's, it's Ragnarok, and it's, 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 it's the Allfather is there, and um, the wolf, shit. Alex, I'm going to need uh, you to Fenrir. type Valkyrie Elysium review into YouTube and just look at these graphics as he's talking. Mm-hmm. It's, it looks mm-hmm. like a, a late-gen PS3 game. Oh, no. That's a good way to put it. The it's it's specifically the this character looks, models. This looks precisely as good as Residents of Fate. Go on. The the, the, the character models are are, are it's weird Ew. that they're kind of fuzzy. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and no. it feels like a decade's worth of of rigging for like like mouth capture has been just not used. It feels low budget. Yeah, is what it is. It so feels like a, a budget title. Even double A, just A. But. They're, they've taken what they have, what they've had to work with, and they've crafted, in my opinion, 
a reasonable, taut, like fifteen to twenty hour game. Oh, I'm not I'm not done with it yet. I'm I'm right there at the end. Um, I, I meant to finish it this morning, but then other stuff came up. I didn't have a chance to, so I'll probably finish it today or tomorrow. But it, it's 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 a grindy. Not really, because you have as you kill things and and break environmental stuff, you have different crystals that drop. And as you move down the skill tree, they require different crystals, and certain crystals are only available in certain areas. So you can grind all you want in one area. It doesn't matter because it's not going to drop the crystals you need for the next set of skills. So if you do all of the, if you do the two main missions and the, and the submissions in an area, you will earn enough to unlock all the skills in that next couple of tiers. And then you move on to the next one, and now you've got the new crystals that are there. Um, for the final, the final couple of skills, there's probably some grinding, which you don't really need. Um, we'll see about that, but it's yeah, you're it's, you're right. It's not even double A. It's it's this is a budget title, but because it had Square Enix on the cover, you expect more out of it. It's not, I imagine it's not a budget price though. Did, did you um, play Like a Dragon, Jim? No, I didn't play Like okay. a Dragon. Okay, it's curious. What I you should. Thought. No, I should. You I, really I know should. That it's a yeah. I know. I know it's a, a turn-based strategy. It's it's a it's a fun little game. Yeah. But I mean, I, I I've got to get that wrapped up because scoring is tomorrow. Oh, it's the guy. Oh, seventy five bucks. What for Valkyrie Elysium yes! or scoring? Yes, Valkyrie Elysium. No, I, Valkyrie Elysium should it should be like a like a like a fifty percent price yeah. title, is what it should be. And then then nobody would complain because yeah. it's it, it'd be fine. It's a budget title. But yeah, that's why. Okay, that's why. Um, what was it called? The Shark Game. Remember that? Maneater. Maneater. That's why Maneater was fucking awesome. Because it was 40 bucks. The graphics were kind of nice underwater, actually. Yeah, that but was like, kind of beautiful. Yeah, but like nothing Digital Foundry really had to break down for us. You know? No, God, it was no. Good. And it was no, just no. fun, mashy fun. 40 bucks. Great. Stupid fun. With Chris I, Parnell. Yeah. I, I, I do like... They're, they're taking characters that you know, like Odin, right? Okay. And it's a different spin on him. He's kind of this aloof, like haughty, you know, like like Odin from the last Assassin's Creed is this kind of gritty, fatherly, all father, you know. And he's not exactly a good guy, but he's you know. No, Odin's a bastard. Yeah, this one, it's it's he wears this like this suit, and he wants you to do these for him. And if you if you fail one, you what you finally do, he just stands up and says, he yells at you. He's like, what? I gave you one job and you couldn't do it. Blah blah blah. And and. And Fenrir is female in this for some reason. Um, is basically like the devil, um, like over your shoulder, whispering things into your ear. But it, there's there's a twist is coming. Is Fenrir because... like an anthropomorphized character, or no? Fenrir is a wolf. Oh, awesome! Okay, like an actual wolf. So Fenrir is there, and there's another another Valkyrie named Hilde, who is working with Fenrir, trying to stop Odin from what it's doing. And Hilde keeps showing up and saying, "You don't know why Odin's having you do this." And your Valkyrie, who was literally born yesterday, says, I'm doing this because Odin told me to, to save the world. And Hilde's like, there's more going on, but she never explains it to you, and then you fight. <laughs> so it's got to be a twist coming where Odin's doing something evil, because instead of purifying souls, he's collecting souls to do something. I don't know. It's all going to either be cleared up in the last hour of the game or never be explained, one of the two. But the only I, version of Odin I've ever seen where I actually rooted for Odin was uh, American Gods. Oh well, you, how do you not root for Ian McShane? Yeah, I mean that was yeah that was a fun character. Uh, so you would be comfortable with like six out of ten for Valkyrie yes. Elysium? Yes, six out of ten. I mean, which I suppose does mesh up with the Metascore of sixty six right now, so it does feel about right. I just, I, 
I, I have a habit of playing a game and then quitting about an hour before bedtime to like just YouTube and shit. Mm-hmm. I've actually been playing this one like right up. I'm like, cause, cause it's, it's enjoyable. It's, it's, there's a reason why I'm going to play Final Fantasy 12 every two years until so I die. That says it's because it's just a nice grind. That says to me the combat is fun. It is. The combat is fun. And what ends up happening sometimes, it's like you, you've got side missions, like three-star side missions, four-star side missions, and you have a five-star side mission, and it'll start throwing enemies at you of opposed elemental weaknesses. Like you've got ice guys, you've got fire guys. And you can only hit one of them well at the time, so what are you going to do? You have to start prioritizing enemies. Who do you have to hit first? I guess I want to Usually it's the, the magic users, first, of course. Because the ice guy would prevent me from hitting the fire guy, I imagine. Well, it's, it's not even that. It's like, what is the ice guy doing? I mean, you, you want to hit the characters that are, you want to hit the enemies that are throwing area of effect at you first. Because you can't dodge that shit. And then, then you go for the human characters, then you get other stuff. So it's, some of the bosses are fairly well designed, fairly interesting. But yeah, it's this is a budget title that should not have come out at sixty bucks American. I too have been playing a game right up until bedtime, and it's not Overwatch Two. Every night, me and, me and my brother shut down Overwatch Two a good two and a half hours. Actually, yeah, a good a good two hours before I gotta get to bed. I didn't need that time to de-stress. From playing oh yeah, Overwatch. you gotta sleep. I understand yeah. that. Yeah, and in that time, Darkest Dungeon Two. The 100%. new, because you have bars to unlock now. Yes, I have bars to unlock. Unlocking those bars are super satisfying. Um, they did an update where they basically put what they're they've been running on experimental right onto the live game. And usually, when they do an update, your current run is wiped. And I logged back in, and I was right in the middle of the same fight I'd just been in on experimental. Nice. Yes, and uh, I had an incredible run. And go, I've gone back to Darkest Dungeon one since playing Darkest Dungeon two. And it's, it's not as good. It's not. Uh, each character has, like, I think it's four abilities max in Darkest Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you can switch them out, but... Yeah, I know, but but it's, but it's the amount of choices you have and what, in what abilities your characters have is really limited in Darkest Dungeon, and it's really not in Darkest Dungeon 2. There's a lot of fun and experimentation to be had in Darkest Dungeon 2. There wasn't Darkest Dungeon 1, but... You could fuck it up so easy. And in Darkest Dungeon 2, um, I just keep on finding new little things that work. Like um, the Hellion, for example. Oh, yeah. I was kind of disappointed with the Hellion. Um, because so was I. most of her cool abilities will apply a debuff to her called Winded. Uh, she's got an ability called uh, Howling End, for example. And if you just use Howling End at the beginning of a fight, she will just kill someone. Just obliterate them. But it wins her, which reduces all damage she deals by 33%. And doesn't count as a negative token that someone can just cleanse from her. So she's that way for the whole fight. Yes. Well, there are certain abilities that can cleanse it. Uh, One of them is once she gets down to like 30% health, if she's lower than 30% health, she can do a thing that will cleanse it. But that's very limiting. And then I learned that one of her abilities, which uh, works as a taunt... It applies two taunt tokens to her. Um, it strikes her forward one, it locks her in place, it uh, applies two taunt tokens to her, and if you upgrade it to the second tier, if you master the ability, it clears winded. Ooh. Yes. Hmm. So uh, when you leave the valley, when you start a run in Darkest Dungeon 2, you are awarded two mastery points. And you can put these anywhere. Usually I'll put the first one in the Jester's Stress Heal, so he heals three. 
Once one of your guys hits five stress, he can heal three off it, which is huge. And lately, the other point goes into that Hellion's uh, taunt ability. So now I can start off with, wham, this massive hit. And then the uh, uh, the Highwayman will leap forward with a with like a lunging strike that applies two repost tokens to him. So when he's attacked, he will automatically counterattack. And then... Um, uh, and then her next move is she does the slam to take all the damage off her. Or there might be someone with a combo token on them, and if they do, she can just do a normal attack and still like take off half their health. If it's got a combo token on it, um, it becomes really, really interesting. The token system in Overwatch, in, sorry, in Darkest Dungeon <laughs> Two is really, really cool. In Darkest Dungeon One, care, uh, players had an accuracy percentage. In Darkest Dungeon 2, you're going to hit that guy unless you have a blind token on you. Um, and now you have a 50-50% chance. It makes, it makes like that... Um, um, uh, Alex, uh, tactical fighter, you're fighting aliens, XCOM. It makes, XCOM, that, yeah. it makes that XCOM frustration of missing a 99% <laughs> yeah. accuracy shot. Because you're 100% going to hit them. Unless you have this thing on you, in which case it's 50-50. So you're really expecting to miss it. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it makes it really readable. It makes it really understandable. You have a ton of tactical choices you're constantly making. And you're having this little contained three-hour or so adventure with these particular guys. And trying to get them through it at, as with as low stress as possible. See, I, I would have thought that these would have been two distinct flavors, but you really can't go back. No, that's the thing, because that's what they wanted to do. They said they wanted to do that with Darkest Dungeon 2, was that you would not feel that this replaces the first game. You could go back to the first game and have that kind of fun. But you go back to the first game, and the combat is just a super watered-down version of this. And this is fun as shit. I'm, I, you you want to go after, you want to go into layers in each region to clear the boss just because that's where you get the best trinkets. And if you get a good trinket, trinket it'll make your run. Now I'm going to tell you about this jester. <laughs> I tell me about that jester. The jester's pr uh, primary damage dealing attack is called harvest, where he hits the middle two rows of enemy units for very low damage and applies a medium bleed to them. It's okay. It's, it's, it hits two rows. It's that, that aspect of it is nice. So I got this trinket, Alex. Now again, this is an ability that hits two enemies at once. Okay? Mm -hmm. I, I got this trinket called a corrupted bile gland. Where, if you, <laughs> where every time this character hits an enemy, uh, an enemy, that en enemy will also have three bleed or three poison or oh. three fire applied to them. Oh. So now instead of dealing three bleed damage to two guys, I'm dealing six damage over time to two guys. That's pretty sweet. Then I got a trinket called a sparkle ball. Oh yeah, the downside of the corrupted bile gland is every time someone hits me, I also get one of those three dots yeah, applied to me. Yeah, that's how okay. it goes. Whatever, good trade-off. I'm happy with it. Yeah, they'll never get a shot off with you if you play that right. Then I got a trinket called a sparkle ball. <laughs> the sparkle Love ball is, a is every time this character hits an enemy, they have a 15% chance to get an immobility token, or increased damage taken token, or reduced damage given token, or blind, or stun. So <laughs> this gesture, something good. Yeah, this gesture just rolled like the last half of Darkest Dungeon 2. And I had never taken a crew up up the mountain. I've always just gone the four regions, cashed out my uh, 
uh, my candles to go and upgrade my, my XP bars. And this time I was like, this guy can do it. <laughs> and, and he was the final blow against the final boss. He was the final strike of the game. And then we just rolled through and got like 70 candles to cash in. It was fucking awesome. Had a lot of fun with it. And that's what I was doing just before the podcast with Darkest Dungeon 2. See, it, it blows my mind that you can play Darkest Dungeon 2 to calm down. No, like pre-basing adrenaline like that before bed. That could be nice. No, no, that's not okay. Overwatch feels like free-basing adrenaline. It feels like really? chewing on a human adrenal gland. Because, <laughs> like, 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 XCOM will get me, like, no. pacing around, thinking about, like, okay, no. this next turn, blah, 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 blah. No, no. You can get fucked no? in Darkest Dungeon 2. Um, there are certain bosses that I can't reliably take out. Like, there's the boss of the Shroud is the Leviathan. And it's a giant head and sometimes a colossal hand that will just steal one of your guys. And keep him underwater for like a turn and a half. So you got to kill the hand. I haven't been able to kill the Leviathan yet. I will. Uh, but I've killed most of the bosses. And again, Overwatch 2 is stressful. This mm. is just as relaxing and enjoyable as Final Fantasy XII is for you or Valkyrie Elysium is for Chamberlain. Mm. This is just fun. This is this is interesting, fun combat with a awesome, awesome style. The only thing I don't like about Darkest Dungeon 2 is uh, trundling the carriage between locations. It's just fucking boring. It's not as interesting or visually interesting as walking down the hallway. And they've tried. They've tried their asses off to make it that interesting. It's not. Yeah, it's really not. It's really not. And, yeah. But I do like the swoops when you, when you reach places. Oh, yeah, those are awesome. But I wish there were more choices to make between rooms in Darkest Dungeon 2. In Darkest Dungeon uh, 1... There's not enough places yet. No, but I mean shit to do between, like, in, in Darkest Dungeon 1, there were rooms. Some rooms were empty. Some right. rooms had enemies. Some rooms had this thing in it. Some rooms had that thing in it. But as you walk down the hallway, you might get in a fight or two, or you might find a trap. Uh, but if you successfully disarm, like, the trap could deal big damage over time to your team and increase their stress. But if you choose this particular guy to disarm the trap, it'll decrease your party's stress. And everything was a choice you could make correctly or incorrectly to maximize your success along the way to those runes. In Darkest Dungeon 2, right. uh, you can steer the coach into crap in the road, and some of that crap in the road, when it breaks, might be an item you can use. Or mm. money. It's fucking boring. That aspect of it is fucking boring. The fights are awesome. And I can't go. Like I've tried yeah, going back to Yeah, that Horn of Plenty again. baby still kind of freaks me out. Um, that's the one I'm really good at killing. And when you kill a boss now in Darkest Dungeon Two, you get a trophy. In that case, it's his head. You, oh. mount, you mount it on the back of your carriage, and all of your yeah. characters have, I think, it's fifty percent increased uh, hit points. Like it's oh. huge. It's a massive buff. But they also have plus 50 or minus 50% death blow resist. So if they get uh. brought... Exactly. But that's that's the trophy I used when I took them out. It's an interesting trade-off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and some of them are no trade-offs at all. Some of them are just like prices of energy are reduced. Uh, I haven't gotten them all yet. Uh, but I'm really enjoying it. I'm fucking loving Darkest Dungeon 2. I'm sorry. I've, I've spoken about it Well, guess long. what I could get running on my deck if I wanted to. It's true. Well, Play it on that chair. Why don't yeah. you give it a try, son? With this new update, it's pretty. I'm gonna give it a try, man. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. I'm gonna give it a try, guy. <laughs> you should boot up the PlayStation, play some Overwatch too. I, I, I yeah, I'll, I'll give that. I get a shot, buddy. No, you won't. Overwatch. I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't know. You can't just sit in turret form as Bastion anymore, man. I can't. And he can't heal himself. But how, how's Lucio doing? How's my guy? Oh, he's still super strong. He's Lucio. If, oh, if you okay. play a good Lucio, you're a monster. And you still, Zen's still working for you? Oh, Except Zen. for that one. Okay. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. But but yeah. no, like he was ridiculous if you saw videos of it happening. Uh, with the, I the saw the with thing it. about the cow. I'm sorry. The cow? Okay. What? The cow The cow balloon that they nerfed or they oh, changed. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> I didn't know about that till today. And I was like, you know what? Like, yes, it was, it was the behavior of the cow balloon was better before. It was literally better. But whatever. It's not... I don't care that much. I care more that, like, aiming in the game feels weird for everyone. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Like, like a lot of people are complaining about it. But whatever. I, uh, I've been flexing almost completely in Overwatch 2. Uh, but sometimes I'll flex into DPS. I had a Tracer game that was Uh-oh. just fucking immaculate. I went 41-4 and four Jeez. on Tracer into the enemy team. The... The second best elims in the entire match hmm. was an enemy May at 25. I beat the shit out of those guys. It felt amazing. Did you see the Anna that like blocked like 10 million damage or something? Oh, that's a bug. Okay. Yeah, someone else was... Um, it's, it's Maybe it's something to do with Anna specifically. Because the other example of a stat I saw like that was negative 200% sleep darts landed and then positive 200% sleep darts landed. So maybe there's just an Anna issue. I don't know. So uh, does that mean it's time for our very brief headlines? Yeah, it seems not much is going on. Brief as headlines. But there was something. Oh, yeah. Cartoon Network died? Question mark? Well, yeah, Cartoon Network died. And uh, there was another one. Like Warner Brothers shut down its like stewardship program for emerging talent and then it was pointed out to them that legally they're required to have yes. one so yeah there's a lot of still fuckery Unions. going on at Warner Brothers uh, but no I was thinking more specifically about the Alex Jones news oh <laughs> that was delightful <laughs> it was delightful uh, Alex Jones was and, and not, not just does he, he does he owe a, basically a billion dollars but the because of the type of suit this was he can't just declare bankruptcy no matter no. what he does for the rest of his life, he'll be paying back that billion dollars. And reading that was like, really? It's not just like... That is something a lot like justice. Oh, it really is. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. And then like a lot of people are freaking out that uh, the J6 committee subpoenaed Trump. I'll be like, you know what? I'll freak out when he shows up. And exactly, he and, he, and he goes to exactly. jail. Like that's that's what I'll freak out with Trump. I'll be like, you know, I'll buy a cake on that day. <laughs> oh no, I will be getting plastered. Yeah, I will go to a store and buy those little those little things that you blow to go. And like, really, <laughs> I will I will pop some confetti in the air. Champagne action, you know. Yeah, stuff. I will I will toast to that downfall. But yeah, yeah. So the Alex Jones news. Yeah, take them as they come, though. The Alex Jones downfall is pretty yeah. good. It is. Like, you're just reading about what the parents went through, like, having to oh, move. Because the threats of violence from his fucking flying monkeys. Yeah, and uh, and he's and he's saying now that he's in hell. He can't imagine anything worse than this. I'm like, really? You still now? Can you imagine, like, you strangers can't. defacing your murdered child's grave? Yeah, even now you, you can't piece of shit. imagine. Like, really, this isn't... You should just be in jail. Anyway, anyway that's enough time <laughs> afforded to that maniac. Headlines. In entertainment news... 
Wendell and Wild, coming soon to Netflix, mm-hmm. is currently sitting at 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't know this. This is apparently the first movie that, from the director of Coraline since Coraline. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And it's also PG-13. I didn't hey. know that. Uh, it turns out using the streaming app on your PlayStation 5 takes 25 times more power than a Chromecast, and a Series X uses 18 times more. That's not surprising. Yeah, it's not, but I never actually thought about it like that. Um, and this this news specifically came out of the UK because they're dealing with like ridiculous prices over there. Yes, people getting fired for using phone chargers at work. Oh my god! Yeah. Ouch! Wow, the world does not have to be like this, and I bet you these corporations are turning or announcing record profits too. The energy company. No, it's more like Brexit fucked them all to hell. Oh. With like just oil trading. Well, I don't understand how the price of oil affects the price of my electricity. Are we talking coal about- fire plants mostly? Like, I, I I don't even know how. Like, I thought they were mostly nuclear. Yeah, we're all hydro in here. the UK. I guess I'm thinking of France. Man, I wonder if there's any nuclear power plants in Canada. We should build a couple. You're, no, they're we, we uh, they're really great for this exact situation. We have it. We have a ton of water. Oh wow, wow, we have a bunch. New Brunswick, three in Ontario, one in Quebec. They haven't built any new ones in the states down. in like decades, and it drives Obama me. Obama tried his damnedest. I know to get some new ones. I don't get it. We already did that. That's as close as we're going to get to free energy in our lifetime. We might as well Pretty build much. a couple more. Um, man, the sun is right there. I saw a thing that uh, apparently, if you put up um, B- batteries, we still haven't figured out batteries for that. <laughs> We've been trying for 20 years. If you put up solar panels across the Sahara, um, it was like 0.0037% of that would power all of the United States for its for a year. How do you get it there, though? I don't know, but I'm saying like solar is an option. It is. There's a lot it more is. maintenance involved in that than you'd think. But I guess you're right. It comes back to batteries. And not only that, but, but yeah, when you say there's a lot of maintenance involved in that... The whatever solar panels you install in North America would be way easier to maintain than the ones you install in a fucking desert. Yeah. And, like, for whatever reason, North Carolina has some of the best uh, tax subsidies for, like, installing them in, like, the United States. Hmm. Yeah. And, like, I have some, like, neighbors that have them, and they're like, yeah, I know. Like, every couple months, if it's really sunny, I make a profit on my energy bill. Sell it back into the grid? Yep. Yeah. Like, I get 20 bucks back. And, just, and instead and of just, paying an electric bill, yeah, I mean that's just that's build nuclear power plants. God, why is this so hard? Because Three Mile Island, I guess. No, it's because Chernobyl and Fukushima. But one was built by Russians, and two, oh, yeah, did Fukushima exactly what it was the supposed other... to do. Fukushima did exactly what it was supposed to do. It failed correctly. Yeah. And in relatively speaking, contained. Yes. Yeah. The coal, the, the the there was like a, a petroleum plant behind it on fire did infinitely more damage, hmm. spewing stuff out. No, was it a meltdown? Yes. Did it fail correctly? Yes, because it wasn't Russian built. God. <laughs> I live close enough to nuclear power plant to where I hear when they test the air raid sirens. It's terrifying. <laughs> ah. uh, yeah. Right headlines. John Carpenter thinks he could make a really good Dead Space film. I agree. Maybe not now, but at some point, yes. Um, okay, who's the guy who directed Fury Road again? 
George Miller. Um, that's George Miller. That's yeah. uh, George Miller. Like, yeah. you're, this this guy did the thing in Halloween. Okay, fair enough. I really don't want to see that new Halloween movie. The thing is, I watched the last one, and it was good. It was okay. Evil dies tonight. Yeah, sure it does. <laughs> Are you still the ones being directed by um, uh, Rob Zombie? No. Uh, no, he's no. doing the monsters this year. Well, that's already on Netflix, and, and apparently it gives you cancer. So. Yes, apparently. But his wife's a pretty good actor, apparently. She just He just puts uh, Sherry Moon. Mm-hmm. He just puts her in everything because she's hot. Yeah, but she's she's honestly she's not bad. No, she, she's she got timing. Bad Devil's Rejects, so yeah. She's got some comic timing. I've avoided like, if any movie ever said if I was like scrolling through it and said directed by Rob Zombie, I just keep scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, 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 look, I, I, apparently Lords of Salem is worth sticking up for. I've never seen it. Uh, speaking of movies that may be good or bad, you if you can watch RRR, this like giant Bollywood epic. I'm just reminding you again, listener, watch that movie. Give it a chance. Watch the first half hour, and if you're not like, let's see where this is going, that's okay. You've done enough. But check out RRR. It's so good. It's not on anything. It's on Netflix. No, it isn't, is it? Man, that's where I saw it. Shit. Maybe maybe it's just on Canadian Netflix, but here, let me look it up. Yours is better. Sometimes. (laughs) I don't know why people try to get American Netflix. Oh yeah, my brother tried to get me to watch a horror movie on Netflix called Old People. Um, uh, is it literally just called Old People? Uh, it's called Old People because it's a horror. It's a horror movie. The first half hour, at least, is very much about um, how terrifying it is. First of all, how we treat our old people. Ah. How naturally creepy the process of being an old person is to other younger people. Um, how creeped out. How the many ways in which old people can creep you out. It's a very interesting analysis of all that in the first thirty minutes. But what interested me in it was it's from one of the producers of that Blood Red Sky movie, the vampire with her boy on an airplane overnight. Mm. I loved that movie. That was fun. Um, anyway, what am I looking for here? All right, RRR. Click. Yeah, it's still on Netflix, uh, man. If you're in Canada, RRR, right there on Netflix. So good. Be prepared for three hours and five minutes of, like, just a fantastic cinematic experience. Bollywood nonsense. No, it's fun, man. It's so fun. It's like if you miss... The if you want to go see the mummy again, but you haven't seen it, if you want to like give yourself mummy amnesia and go enjoy Brendan Fraser and Rachel uh, Rachel Weiss, just have that experience again, but you can't because you've already seen it. Go watch RRR. I'm telling you, man. It's Hold on, fun. I'm checking. He's it's, telling you, dude. It it's is. It is on American, American Netflix. Netflix. Yes, it is. It's right here. I see it. Seize your wife by the hand this weekend. Say, honey, I could not. No, I. You mean a bowl of popcorn? She not? would not. Why not? I, is, she, is she racist? No, no, no. Do not say such things. <laughs> okay, why? I don't. Just, she she's like not into action movies. movies. Yeah, oh no, it's really come on. It's an action. It's like she, she doesn't like Indiana Jones. Well, yeah, she does like Indiana Jones. She doesn't like she the doesn't. mummy. Well, what about a guy fighting Fraser. with tigers? Not fighting tigers, but fighting. I just, I, I just saw that scene like on YouTube. No, <laughs> like and, it popped but, up. My and and there awesome. is action in it, and it's crazy, ridiculous, wire work, over the top cartoon action. It's fun, but like that's only like thirty percent of it. The other, there's ten percent dancing and singing. There's another thirty percent. <laughs> the suspenders pure, dance, pure my fucking man. comedy. There's another thirty percent pure fucking melodrama. I'm telling you, check it out. I Tales of Arise is 24 bucks. Jim? No. 
No, still no? Wow. No. Okay. <laughs> Tales of Arise is a bad Tales game. All right. Wow. Thank you. He loves those. Uh-huh. I do. Marvel is shutting down pre-production on Blade as they continue to search for a new director and further develop the script. Good. Take your time. Yeah, but my favorite take on this was how do you not feel inspired at the thought of Mahershala Ali beating the shit out of vampires? If that, like, that's such a wonderful premise just to begin with. How do you fuck that up? What has Kevin Feige done to make, like, that he's got to tie shit into this movie that makes it stupid? No, it it was more, um, Ali didn't like the director. Oh. He was concerned with the direction. And I'm glad. I want him to be hyped for it. Uh, yeah, like I want him to care short? this much about Blade. Who did? Who directed the? Was Guillermo del Toro the director of the first Blade or just the second, second one? Oh, just the second one. Harry Styles has been replaced in Robert Eggers' upcoming Nosferatu. His part will be played, thank God, by Nicholas Holt. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's on his way. Out he's, he's n- he does not turn in a bad performance. Holt, no, Holt has never been great. Like what was that? What, was he? It's really, it was, was really fun. In, in, boy? Yeah, he was. Um, he was also really good in uh, uh, the great. Oh, I never saw the great. Um, He's really good in it. But what I think of his definitive performance for me is the War Boy in Mad Max. Oh yeah. Um, but he he does all kinds of. It's like he's been low key doing the um the Daniel Radcliffe thing his whole career. He always just pops up in these fun, interesting movies and makes those movies better by his presence. Usually. Holt is really good. Usually. Yeah, I like him. Uh, Season 2 of Good Omens on Amazon Prime will come out next summer. Why tell us now? It's too long to wait. She-Hulk, Attorney of Law, with 87% on Rotten Tomatoes, is one of their best shows of 2022. Mm -hmm. I stand by it. In Overwatch news, there's a lot. I'm sorry. Uh, an update today addresses, addresses a ton of bugs and nerfs Zenyatta's fire rate while inside Kiriko's ultimate, which is bullshit. <laughs> it was awesome, and it it didn't feel any more broken than what other characters go through, but you if you've seen it, you have so much fun as Zenyatta for those f- 10 seconds. You just go, boop, 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 boop. It's wonderful. Uh, the update also says it addresses the bug that would leave Kiriko under the map when she teleports to a teammate, fingers crossed, was, could she get back, or is she just stuck there for the remainder of the match? No, what happens if you go under the map is you fall out of the world, and it's like falling into a bottomless pit. So you tend to fall for, you know, I don't know, maybe five seconds, which is usually just you, you. you jump off an edge, boom, you're dead. Now you got to yeah. fall for a while, and then you're dead, and you respawn. So it okay. really sucked. <laughs> uh, ta-da. A new lawsuit against Activision Blizzard alleges, alleges revenge porn and sexual assault. Yikes. <sighs> Manager Miguel Vega is accused of abusing, belittling, and insulting the woman, making comments to her about oral sex, masturbation, and orgasms, threatening her job if she would not consent to sex, mocking her breasts, and commenting on other female employees' attractiveness. Hot diggity. The woman first met the guy. I'm going to paraphrase this part. The woman met the guy years before. She she didn't work for Blizzard, but she went to a Blizzard function, and she met the guy, and they began a flirtation. And over the course of that, she ended up sending him a nude. But the flirtation ended. She met her the guy who was soon to be her husband. She married that guy. And years later, she went to work for Blizzard. And this guy... Was uh, there. Was there. And uh, at work, he would grope her breasts over a dozen times. He tried to kiss her and was rebuffed each time. After each rejection, he would assure her that one day it'll happen or you'll give in. 
uh, while she was married. Oh yeah, and yes. mm-hmm. oh yeah, and he repeatedly lorded the nude over her, saying he would put it out there. Or, or this te- should be criminal. Teasing her with that, it is. It is. I think. I'm yeah, pretty sure it is. Yeah. If it isn't, it should be. So yeah. So uh, those Jesus. There were a bunch of jokes on Twitter today that uh, oh, watch they're going to announce Overwatch three. <laughs> <laughs> Got to pay for that one now. I'm glad that they waited till after Overwatch two launch for this. Yeah, good time for it. Great time for it. Love I just it. hope it doesn't disappear. No, this is perfect. It was like the hype was dying down. It didn't really have much hype. True. Well, you no, know, a lot of people are playing it. Like a lot of people are playing it. Yeah. Um, on October twelfth, Blizzard announced that they were investigating quote an issue with computers restarting or shutting down while playing Overwatch two. Aye. Bastion was removed from the game entirely this week due to a bug that let people fire infinite mortar strikes during his ultimate, instead of three of them. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard fixed another bug this week that had people automatically buying stuff out of its store while using the in-game chat. So they were typing shit to each other, and the game was spending coins on shit. What? Yes. Um, Blizzard declined to refund anything that had been fraudulently purchased. Wow. An awesome bug this week. Locked my brother out of 75% of the roster. It pissed him off so much he wanted to just quit and go play Ghost of Tsushima, which is a I can't big blame thing him. for Chris. No, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to play that samurai game. He wants to play Overwatch. So, yeah, that was he was really upset. Uh, to apologize for all the launch woes, Blizzard giving away free mediocre Reaper skin and a health pack weapon charm. They also announced two ta- uh, two times XP uh, weekends, but didn't say when it would happen. The skins in Overwatch Two are fucking ridiculous. Uh, I'm talking about price. Well, yeah. And while what's brought me back and keeps me, along with the gameplay in Darkest Dungeon Two, is that XP bar. In Overwatch 2, the XP bar really fucking sucks, man. <laughs> it just doesn't move very fast. No, it does. It does. It clips along oh, pretty really? good. Okay, but... Every day there are daily challenges that you can do, and those are always very easy. I get them within three matches every single day, sometimes two. Um, and so I can get, like, a level or two a day. And if you play just ten matches in a day... Um, you'll get a level a day. And we're at the rate we're going, we're going to clear out the battle pass well before it's it's over. Okay. Um, but the shit that you unlock in the battle pass is very specifically curated, and very little of it is the shit that you actually want. Really, the only fucking thing I want in this battle pass is a highlight intro for Tracer. And I can spend an insane amount of money to unlock it, or I can just play through the game, so I'm going to play through the game. But there's a lot of shit that they've added to Overwatch 2 that they're not putting in the Battle Pass. So you can't earn it. You have to buy it. Here's an awesome new legendary skin for Mercy. Here's an awesome legendary skin for um, for three other characters. And if you want to buy it, that's just going to cost you, I think it was, I forget what the number was, but I put it into a calculator, 80 bucks ah. for these four legendary skins. I was just, it made me feel so sad for what's happened to my friend, Overwatch. It's really bad. It's really bad. and I know It's almost like the they're point. having a morale <laughs> issue over there for some reason. Um, I wouldn't say a morale issue, I'd say a morality issue. Mm. <laughs> Repeatedly. 
morality issues repeatedly for years now, and this is just the latest example of it. Um, it's it's really really shitty. And when an awesome tracer skin comes out that I really want, but is not on the battle pass, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be pissed off because I could always earn it before. I could either earn it or it was part of uh, this year's Blizz BlizzCon digital ticket. And you could pay 50 bucks for it, and I'd be like, no. <laughs> There's lots of cool skins that I just said no to for that. But, ah, it sucks, man. <clears throat> Greed! Yes. Uh, Act- Activision also announced this week that they will require a phone number to play the upcoming Modern Warf- Warfare 2. They're doing the same requirement. So what does the phone number do after the fact? Like, I put mine in, I get my phone number... And it texted me, I put gave the code back. Is it going to ask for it again later on? Or is um, it just making sure I have a phone? It's kind of making sure you have a phone. It's two-factor authentication. So if someone like hacks your account, you can get back in and say, I've forgotten my password. Well, okay, we've sent a text to oh, the phone okay. number you gave us. Okay. That's what they say it's for. Who's to, who's to say? As long as they don't install anything on my phone. <laughs> no. As far as we know. Uh, McDonald's Australia teased an Overwatch 2 tie-in this week, but there was no further info. Hmm. Uh, the Darkest Dungeon 2 alt... Actually, we've already done that. The Steam Deck, and we have already done that, is now available mm-hmm. with no reservation required. Order one and we'll ship it. And finally, God of War Ragnarok has gone gold. <sighs> it's only like a month out now, isn't it? It's close, yeah. Have you seen the last trailer for Wednesday? No. I'm going to watch it. So you should watch the trailer. Okay. Because there's a song playing in the background that took me like two or three trailer watches to figure out what it was. Are you are you going to ask me to try to figure out what the song is? Not on air, but you should watch the trailer. I'm not going to watch it because it's literally just Harry Potter at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but it look like it's Harry an Potter. amazing trailer. The, the one that was five days ago? Yes. Click. It's a great trailer. But it also has shown its cards as it, it's just like a, more, a little more you know, dark Harry Potter at this point. Eh, there's nothing wrong with that. I know, but it's not... I don't know. Who's the actor playing Fester? He looks really good. He looked really good. I don't know who that was. I can't place it. I know, I know it's familiar. I know, that's the problem. You hear the trailer, you hear the music, like, what is this? Um, it's a Rolling Stones song, if that helps. Paint it black? Yep. There we go. <clears throat> um, one thing I really want to see is that new interview with, interview with the Vampire series. I've heard really good things. I've seen fantastic things about it. And you know what? The cast of this Wednesday series is fucking awesome. Jenna Ortega, yep. Catherine Zeta-Jones, Louise Guzman, Gwendolyn Christie, Christina Ricci. Like, I'm going to check that. I'm definitely Christina checking Ricci's out. Christina Ricci's in it? Oh. Yes. I'm yes. definitely checking out the first episode, at least. And uh, what's his name? Um, that guy from uh, Fred Armisen is Uncle Fester. Yeah, he's Fester. Yeah, I was I was, I was trying to figure out who that was. I don't he's like Fester. Fred Armisen as a rule, but I could see him doing a great Uncle Fester. I think it's cool. I, mean, I don't know if you watched the whole trailer or not. The only time that Wednesday cracks is when Fester shows up. Have you smiles. seen or heard of Losa's Spookies? Yes, I've heard nothing but good what? things as well. I've I'm quite enjoying it. He's pretty good in it. It's got a, uh, who's that? Louise Guzman? No, um, Fred Armisen. Oh. Um, oh. Well, usually Fred Armisen would turn me off a product, but I've heard really good things. That's HBO, right? I think it's got a second mm-hmm. season coming out now. But it's been out 
for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh. He loves his spookies. It's, it's, it's fun to say. It is. He loves spookies. <laughs> Wait, I didn't realize that Morticia was Catherine Zeta-Jones. Right. Yep. yep. Good choice. I don't know who Gwendolyn Christie plays, but, you know, you put her name on there. I'm like, really? <laughs> Great. Marissa Weems. I don't know. That just must be one of the characters. Jenny Ortega. Is she in other stuff? She was in You, the second season. She was okay. Uh, I she's don't, good. I, don't know, I didn't know anything about Jenny Ortega, but remember that movie X? Yeah, she's in X. She's she's one of the... she's. Um, she doesn't play one of the porn stars in X. She's the girlfriend of the cameraman. And she believes in him because he says he's going to make a porn that's like really... Um, artistic. Really artistic. But over the course of the... Sh- like, anyway, that's... I never heard of Jenna Ortega before X. And just the fact that she is playing Wednesday again makes me go, hmm, that would that would be good. Actually. She's 20? Yeah, she's young. Yeah, she doesn't look like it. No, but I mean, in the trailer, she looks way younger than that. Well, yeah, she's wearing a little gothic Lolita I dress, know. and she's got pigtails. I would never have guessed that she was 20. Oh, that, that reminds me of something we need to discuss off of here. Mm. Mm, I don't want to discuss the Lolita stuff at all. No, it's not Lolita stuff. <laughs> Fuck. No, it, no, it's, uh. it's, it's, an, it, no, it's an actor whose age I was shocked to learn when they oh, were in okay. a certain oh. role. Oh, it's about creepy age differences in dating, but okay. That's no, it's not about dating. Oh, okay. But saying boo to the... Just watch the whole trailer. It's great. Yeah. I'll watch the show. So yeah, you got uh, I hope Scorn is good. I really do. It's I mean, there I I found a a review that was taken down because it was breaking. uh, They broke embargo on it. Yeah, they broke embargo on it. Um, Yeah, the Guardian put one up that they had to take down. Okay. The title was Geiger Inspired Horror Puzzler is Revulsive but Rewarding Nightmare. Which, you know, I'll take gross as long as the puzzles are good and the gameplay is decent. That's exactly. kind of fine. Were you able to, like, read it before it got taken down? Um, no, it's gone. The article has been removed as it breached an embargo. Uh, and its date. it's gone. <laughs> yeah, so that one's gone. Pure Xbox is saying feedback is mixed so far, but it's a horror game. You're always going to have feedback mixed. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Know. I'll trust I, you next week. I, yeah, I, 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 I hope it's better than that last horror game I tried to play that was just so bad I turned it off after half an hour. I, I I'm picking a lot of hopes on Callisto Protocol. I, I need it to be good. I really do. Uh, you know, I don't yeah. think I don't know that I really do need Callisto Protocol to be good because the Dead Space remake looks so good. I mean, like either one, one of them has to be at least pretty yes, good. Yes, between the two, we're really like that. that those are good odds. <laughs> Yeah, well, they both look good. good. Space game, one way or the other. Yeah. They're both they're both doing great things for wet looking technology. I'll just I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll wait for reviews of Callisto, but I'll probably buy unless like someone warns me off Dead Space before it comes out. I'll probably buy Dead Space Day One. It 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 could be a Rise Sun or Rome situation. I'm kind of worried about. Oh, nice and pretty, but not much there. No, apparently, yeah. like one of the tenets of it was expanding things. So mm. I think there's like side quests and shit like that, right? And the me I'm pretty sure there are, man. That'd be sweet. Yeah. And and I don't want to give EA props in any direction, but everything that I've heard about this remake sounds pretty fucking good. 
Do we know what studio is actually doing it? In the, in the no. Of no one I've heard of. Yeah, no. Just a studio they put together for this, I guess. Hmm. But it looks good. No, it does. It really does. It was always really good. Like, even at the time, I think maybe, like, the first one could have used more love. Um, You would know it was 100% a sleeper hit to the point that it convinced them to make a sequel and then another one. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it did well. Oh, my motive is Jade Raymond's place that they bought. Oh. What? Wait, so yeah. it's like a bunch of Raven expats? But that's the, that's the studio that's working on that exclusive for PlayStation. EA motive. Yeah, it's motive. It's Canadian. So if it's bad, it's your fault. They're based in Montreal. <laughs> okay, that's, okay, those Frenchies got nothing to do with me. That's oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, you hear that shit they talk about Quebecois? Founder Jade Raymond. That doesn't mean she's still there. Yeah, I think Jade Raymond. No, is, she's probably not. Yeah, still Jade there. Raymond is. Yeah, she on. starts things, sells them, and goes on to do other this things. This studio has done Star Wars Squadrons, which sucked. Star Wars Battlefront Two, which also specifically which sucked. Stuck. Star Wars Triple Bundle, <laughs> and now Dead Space. So that turns me off. Thanks for making me look it up. I believed in this game until I read I those. Just, just looking at facts. That's all. Oh. Okay, at least in this case, someone else has kind of done the design document for them already. Maybe it would be hard to fuck that up. But you never know. Yeah, now I'm scared. Now I'm scared about it, man. <laughs> oh, you know what? Positive note. Check out Viola Davis on today's Hot Ones. Oh, she was awesome. Yeah, she was Yeah, she was really fucking cool, and she came to eat, and she loved it. She was like, I never, like, I don't know if she never gets fried chicken or something, but she takes the bite of the first one. She's like, oh, my God, that's good. <laughs> I know. The first, like, four she loved. And then she gets to the last one. She's like, has everybody fought you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he brings up Idris Elba. <laughs> yeah, Idris Elba was going to fight the producer right there. Yeah. Yeah, she, <laughs> she was she was eating it like she hadn't eaten in a day. Like, she loved it she so She cleaned much. the first four or five yeah. to the bone. I've never awesome. seen someone react that way to the wigs. Yep. And then, then later on... Didn't go so well, but Ooh. she finished him. She did not. She did not do the last dab. I've still got uh, like eight minutes to go, so no spoilers. Oh, sorry, it's sorry. Okay. But it's it's a good one. They've had, yeah. they've had a, a good run. All right. Yeah. Now the Toe Jam and Earl game is free on Epic. Ooh. Yeah. I stopped grabbing yeah. the Epic ones. No, that one's not bad. I wonder if you can sideload Magic MTG Arena on a Steam Deck. Oh, you totally can. It's you it's can literally it. just a gaming PC. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, you know, and like, didn't they do an ad where there was the Nintendo emulator on it? Yeah. Yeah, they did. They yeah. did it out. <laughs> yeah, you can run fucking anything on it, basically. Yeah. Not, it's not amazing. This year. I don't have the money for it this year. Maybe next year. It wait. it It is one of the, my best purchases of my life. <laughs> I still say wait for the second I gen. Lo- I love it so much. The second gen will be better. Oh, no. I, I, don't, I don't begrudge anyone doing that. I'm saying for what I wanted, it has blown my expectations away. Man, it's so rare. I know. That, that you buy a thing, you sh- it ships, it shows up, and you, you actually... You are and really happy, happy about it, it repeatedly. You're just Especially like, I thought it would have burned off by now. It really hasn't. Yeah. Well, it's only been like, what, a week and a half now? Two weeks? two weeks? No, longer than that. Really? At least three. Feels At like least yes. two. Feels like only yesterday my young man was unwrapping his first uh, Steam Deck. 
So here's the real question. Do you touch it every day? Yes. <laughs> I take it to work. That's love. That's yeah. Love. <laughs> and a little dangerous. <laughs> no, I just use it in my car. Keep it under my desk. Yeah, all right. Take it with me whenever I stand up. Oh no, I'm, I have eyes on it at all times. I was gonna say, don't don't yeah. walk yeah. away from that thing. That's not. Eight hundred bucks street street value. Jeez. Oof. Yeah, don't don't walk away from that. <laughs> all right. That's well, all I I'm glad Overwatch cleared up for you. You're actually able to play it now. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I will be loading up Darkest Dungeon too. Should. There you go. And I have a gooey horror game to play tomorrow. Uh, All right. Um, loadout advice. Um, you mean like skills? Like, like, um, start with um, <clears throat> crew. I don't think you can unlock the plague doctor or the sorry the jester immediately. I think you have to earn some candles and then unlock him. But then I would say plague doctor in the back, jester, high women, man at arms to start. And give oh, your man arms repost. Use um, um, use duelist advance and point blank shot on the highwayman. Uh, um, you'll be okay. Do you care about open vein at all? No. No. no? Okay. I use I use uh, the other cut because it's got plus death blow. Uh, death blow is good. Blow resist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But really, like for okay. some reason, I think a jester just has higher than average death blow potential for some reason, because I feel like seventy five percent of the time my jester hits someone and it, and they could be a death blow, they die. And just I'm guessing stress is a much bigger issue um, these days. Okay, the what I would advise for the stress is you will have the option to purchase uh, lamps. Usually, the lamps can be put on one of your characters, like as a combat ability item. Abuse combat ability items, first of all, is a big one. Like, take mm. all the minions that you can get, spend them constantly, because the faster you get through the fights, the less stress you take. And as you use those lamps, you'll keep the light higher. Your characters will have positive banter more, which will give you those positive relationships, which will heal your guys, reduce stress on them, give them buffs, take hits for them. All kinds of pluses come from the positive relationships, and that's really what you're after. Okay. All right. But your first mastery points go into the Jester Stress Heal and uh, either the, um, well, I would say the Jester Stress Heal and one of the heals from the um, from the Plague Doctor. But anyway. Okay. Right. Yes. Nice. That's all I got. All right. In that case, Alex, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you in a week. Oh. <laughs>